All right. Hope everybody is okay, doing well, feeling lovely, thinking big, being smart, making smart moves, working hard, staying out of trouble, staying amongst your family, amongst close, good friends, and um, being healthy, you know, eating good. Smart foods, you know, smart foods that could energize your cells. <sighs> Bad food, no good, man. It's killing us. Rotten foods out there. It's a lot of them. So, right now, let's get back to, let's deal with this scripture here, this book called the Bible. King James, you know, many people, you know, don't even know who King James is, you know, it's like, they don't do the research, they don't, like, acknowledge who this person was, um, I mean, it's it's a simple research. I mean, we got all these tools that's out here today in this day and time. You know, you can go to the library. You could um, buy books on this topic. You know, who's King James? Or we could just go on your phone. You know, the best way. And just Google or Yahoo or whatever search engine you use, you know, and you'll get a, uh, you know, the Wikipedia version or any link that will just give you some information about who King James was. You know, I don't think a lot of in in a religion or any denominational sector within the Christianity um, sector of religion I don't think a lot of the followers have a clue I mean I'm sure some do but I don't, even the ones that do know I don't think they know the details of who this individual was. I don't think so. Maybe the pastors and the reverends, you know, the, the leaders of of the organization have knowledge. But the followers? Like I said, some do probably, but a good majority don't probably. <laughs> oh man, you know. Um, uh, let me see what I got here. King James, the King James version, meaning his version of, of what they call the Bible. Um, 
It's an English translation. The King James Bible and the King James Version is an English translation of the Christian Bible for the Church of England. Okay. It was commissioned in 1604 and completed as well as published seven years later in 1611. Okay. Um, but before that was the Catholic. Okay. Catholic had their Bible, which was the first. Okay. Yeah. Catholic claimed to be the first stamp approval of Christianity, according to them. Yeah, so, um, It was first printed by uh, John Knowlton and Robert Barker, both holding the post of the King's Printer and was the third translation into English approved by the English Church authorities. The first had been the Great Bible, commissioned in the reign of King Henry VIII. 1535, and the second had been the Bishop's Bible, commissioned in the reign of Queen Elizabeth I in 1568. In Geneva, in Geneva, excuse me, in Geneva, Switzerland, the first generation of Protestant reformers had produced the Geneva Bible of 1560 from the original Hebrew and Greek scriptures which was influential in the writing of the authorized King James Version in January 1604 King James convened the Hampton Court Conference where a new English version was conceived in response to the problems of the earlier translations perceived by the Puritans, a faction, a faction of the Church of England. So, probably because they couldn't speak the language or understood it, so they started giving their own version and translated the way they probably perceive how the Hebrew world, the Greek word sounded. And we're talking about old English here. We're not even talking about modern day English. <laughs> wow. Makes a difference. So we're going by translation of translation. King Henry's, Elizabeth I, you know, um, even before that. James gave the translator instructions while he gave them instructions. Now, this is supposed to be the word of God now, right? 
There's no way to state that these guys were ordained or spiritually inclined or made direct contact with God, right? You know, according to what God is to to religion, right? Christians or Islam or Judaism or whatever denomination, right? James gave the translators instructions intended to ensure that the new version will conform to the structure of the Church of England, the Episcopal structure of the Church of England, and its belief in an ordained clergy. The translation was done by six panels of translators, 47 men in all, most of whom were leading biblical scholars in England who had work divided up between them. The Old Testament was instructed, entrusted to three panels, the New Testament and the Apocrypha to one. Now, there's plenty of other books that they had uh, put in or taken out. You know, the book of, there's books like the Book of Enoch's, the Book of Jubilee, the Book of Jasper, the Book of Mary, the Book of Thomas from the Old T- New Testament, uh, Book of Enoch, which, you know, one of the books, you know, that was written directly by him. Um, a lot of other books. Book of Adam, you know, <laughs> I could go on. I, I mean, they picked and choose which books, you know, they want to put in that's going to fit their agenda. Once you start getting more into the details and research, you'll find out, <laughs> like, how come these books are not in the format of what they call the Bible? Anyway, um, okay, we'll get into that later on, but um, in common with most other translations of the period, the New Testament was translated from Greek. tell you that this, you know, the New Testament came from Greek. You know, if you read the epistles, epistle means letters in Greek. So, they're not even scriptures, they're just letters. So, a lot of it is New Testament. A lot of of the writings in New Testament is Greek origin, you know. So, anyway, um, the Old Testament is from the Hebrew and Aramic. Okay. And we'll get into later on how a lot of the stories in the Old Testament, you know, a lot of the stories come from ancient Egypt, Samaria, Babylon. Names has been changed, uh, plagiarized, etc. But uh, still, there's truth in in it here. There, we just have to know 
how to decipher, how to compare. Uh, and um, uh, how to, to um, link what's right, what's wrong, and use common sense and you know learn to overstand, not only understand. But anyway, um, so. By the first half of the 18th century, the authorized version had become effectively unchallenged as the English tra- translation used in uh, Ang- Ang- uh, Anglican and other English Protestant churches, except from the Psalms and some short passages, passages in the Book of Common Prayer of the Church of England. Right, over the course of the 18th century, the authorized version supplanted the Latin Vulgate as the standard version of scripture for English-speaking scholars. Hmm. All right, you know, so... James had a lot of, you know, scholars working under him. And then other scholars started translating his version and different versions came about, you know, throughout the time. And the translations was before him because his translation comes from other translations in the English form. So, you could get lost in the source if you don't do your research. Best believe. And, uh, we're going to be reading the King James Version. March 27, 1625. Hmm. There was other James after that. Yeah, James first, you know, uh, then you had, um, you know, because King James was the king of Scotland, Edinburgh, Scotland. The first one died in 1625. The first one, King James I, was born June 19, 1566. And, uh, 
Okay. In 1604, England's King James first authorized a new translation of the Bible. Okay. He was the one. And all the other King James after him. Probably had their version, their translations updated for them also, probably. In 1604, England, King James first authorized a new translation of the Bible aimed at settling some thorny religious differences in his kingdom and solidifying his own power. But in seeking to prove his own supremacy, King James ended up democratizing the Bible instead. Hmm. All right. Well, before what Bible was before King James? Okay, uh, the Geneva Bible, like I said before, is one of the most historically significant translations of the Bible into English, preceding the King James version by fifty-one years. All right. Research on that. I need to get to Geneva. That's what we need to do. We need to see what they say because I'm sure the wordings are way totally different than what the King James Version is. Right? Okay. Yeah, you know, before we get to the original languages, what it was actually written, you know. Like Aramic, Hebrew, because Aramic is before Hebrew. Hebrew come from Aramic. And then, you know, uh, the language before that, what they call cuneiform, which is a Latin word for wedges, because cuneiform look like wedges, and that's a lost language. Of the Sumerians and people who study in it are given their best translations. And when you read it, you'll see where a lot of the stories in the Bible come from, from Sumeria. And the names are totally different. And the, the catastrophic events and, you know, so-called religious events and wars and the God which become the word plural because in the Hebrew it says Elohim which is plural if you look it up means the gods and, and you gotta recall too back during the 1800 1700s 16th centuries etc England people doing around Europe was known to say the gods you know, the gods will bless us the gods will guide us to war the gods the gods you know it was after the 18th century or maybe the 17th century if you research to be exact the singular term of saying God came into effect but during the time of ancient Kemet aka ancient Egypt Greece ancient Greece ancient Rome all the ancient empires glorified the gods you know the quote unquote gods so 
that's a topic we'll speak on later on too. But uh, oh man, okay. What did King James do? According to what I'm reading here online, James himself was a talented writer, authoring works such as The True Law of Free Monarchies and the Belsicone Doran in 1599. He sponsored the translation of the Bible into English, later named after him the authorized King James Version and King James I. So, um, did King James change the Bible? Of course, it did. Uh, in 1604, England's King James I authorized a new translation of the Bible aimed at settling some thorny religious differences in his kingdom and solidifying his own power. But in seeking to prove his own supremacy, King James ended up democratizing the Bible instead. <clears throat> Alright, so no way it states that he was ordained by God to translate. You know, none of them were, even the books before even the Bibles before them. Before him. Uh you know, these guys just took upon themselves, right? And, you know, followers today, you know, followers in the past, just took upon themselves or were told by their great, you know, by their leaders and pastors and reverends and clerks and clergies and popes, etc. Um, just went by their word. This is the book by King James. You know, he ordained himself, you know, his book to be supreme. And, um, and his book is, remember, England was being ruled by America back then. And so... I guess the king lives on King James lives on because he has you know his version still being read by millions around the world but let's not forget this is an American version too so it's a lot of versions but um So, do the research yourself. Yeah, if you're going to put faith in someone, have some history about them. If you're going to put your heart into them, into their um, theory or beliefs, do some research. Find out what year they were born or 
how they became in power, who their descendants, etc. So, you know, but I don't see uh, nowhere where he was in contact with quote unquote God in the Bible that told him and gave him permission to translate his words. If or if these are his words, because when you read the Bible, it's like it's like you're reading third hand, you know. It's third hand writing. So um, to be continued, we'll talk some more, and uh, hopefully, I turn on some light bulbs. <laughs> inside your mind to have you thinking and saying to yourself let me do some research just a little bit you know 10 minutes 5 minutes it won't hurt throughout the day especially you know you have the phone you know thousand dollar phones today have trillions of information in there where you could research on any topic so it's really no excuse today Alright, it's good to um, express myself today, and uh, hopefully you listen, and um, we'll talk more on this topic before we start reading the King James Virgin Bible, and uh, start breaking it down, word by word. Have a good one. Peace and blessings. Travel safely. And uh, be blessed within yourself. Think big. Peace.